Teddy, welcome to the Fortress of Pop Culture. Well, thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. Before we can continue this conversation, Teddy, I need to know, which golden girl are you? I am a Dorothy. You're a Dorothy? I am always the tallest person in my friend group. I am always the most sarcastic. And I've been known to cut people down with a single glance, which all says Dorothy <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, so you, you don't have the hair that looks like an English judge? I do not. I am a bold black man, uh, so no, I do not. <laughs> which golden girl are you? That, uh, I'd probably be Dorothy, almost certainly. <laughs> only, only through process of elimination. I'm definitely not a Blanche. I'm definitely not a Rose. I might be becoming a Sophia. So, Teddy, we're going to talk about the possibility, the exciting possibility of a Golden Girls reboot. Although, I shouldn't say that because there's so many people on fan groups who go, no, never do it, don't, don't touch it, wouldn't watch it. What do you reckon, though? Is it worth a try? I hate to be this guy. However, I'm going to be one of those guys. There's no need for it. Some oh, come on, Teddy, where's your fun? You know... It's some things are so perfect. There's no need to touch them. Um, and Golden Girls is one of those things. So many iconic television programs have been remade, and almost never is it a good thing. So I wouldn't want the Golden Girls touched. I'm sorry, that's not going to give you much content, but uh, I gave us a thought, and that's the best I could come up with. Like, don't do it. <laughs> All right, well, no, I like a challenge. I like a challenge. Because there are exceptions to those reboots that actually work. Um, I'm thinking the American office would be the most obvious one to me. I wouldn't have thought anybody. I was one of them. Don't touch that British office. It's perfect. It, it was rounded out in a small amount of episodes. Don't touch it. But the American office is um, it's, it's because it was a reimagining. You know, they didn't try to remake it. It was a reimagining. I am going to um, burst a potential bubble. I'm not a fan of the original Office, nor the American counterpart. And I know about 27,000 people have just died hearing what I've just said, and I apologize for all deaths that I've caused just now. However, not an Office fan. I've tried my best. I've watched a few episodes, and just not my cup of tea. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. You don't need to have liked it to to dismiss the principle, though, the principle <laughs> being that a reimagining can work. It can be successful. We'll get to that. I, I just want to start with something I found today, which I had no about, that I had no idea about. The Golden Girls Reimagined. Have you heard of this? Well, I've heard of it on, like, fantasy-type things. But... No, this is not a fantasy. You are not dreaming, Teddy. You're not dreaming. I, I didn't know about it either. I, I came on to make some notes for this about what I would want to see in a reimagined version of the Golden Girls. And lo and behold, it's been done in 2020. Do you want to hear a little bit about it? Absolutely. How did this slip by me? It says this was in 2020. It was a, uh, an article in Harper's Bazaar. Dot com. Tonight, the Golden Girls will be reimagined with an all-black cast for a special virtual performance via Zoom. Oh. This must be the days of COVID, right, Teddy? I'm, I'm guessing. Actresses Tracy Ellis Ross, 
Bzz, yes. Don't know who that is. Regina no, King. Um, oh, well, every time you say an actress, I'm going to tell you what she's on because I'm a huge television <laughs> aficionado. So <laughs> Tracy Ellis Ross stars on Blackish, and she's also the daughter of Diana Ross. Get out, really? That's her real daughter, and she stars on Blackish. Yes. Regina King. Do you know her? Yes, I do. She's uh, a very famous actress. She's an Academy Award winner, and she was most notably known for her first role was on 227. She was Marla Gibbs' uh, teenage daughter on 227. Oh, so she's been around for a while. Alfre, because she's certainly, if she's a golden girl now and she played a teenager, that's an old show you're pulling up there, I'm guessing. Alfre yes. Woodward. Oh, sorry, Alfre Woodard. Woodard, Woodard, yes. She's another Academy Award winning actress. You're um, joking me. No, no. Oh, I kid you Academy not. Academy Award. I'm not winding you up. Yes. Um, but she's more so known for her film roles as opposed to television. She doesn't do much television, but she's had about at least 50 films. And yes, Academy Award. Yeah. <laughs> that is, I mean, this is this is getting more exciting by the, by the actress. And the final actress that they've got listed here, Sana Lathan. Um, we pronounce it Sanai Nathan, yes. <laughs> Sanai Lathan. So is, please don't tell me she's won a, an Academy Award. She has not. Uh, <laughs> and I feel bad for having to point that out. Like, oops, sorry. But, um, oh, no, she, she won't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> she's not won an Academy Award. She has done many, many uh, films and TV. She did a great film called Love and Basketball. She's in a Tyler Perry film called The Family That Prays. Um, she's done so. Oh. Good Hair, I believe, is the last film. Yes, she's done quite a few things. Yes, quite a few things. Well, sadly, I, I tried to dig and find out how this went down or anything about it, and I can't find anything except for reviews that add up to only three stars out of ten. <laughs> so, well, I don't think we missed much, Teddy. We did not miss much, but it was probably in the height of COVID and we had other issues like, you know, feeding our families and staying alive. So it may have gone I'll under the radar. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Don't try and excuse Regina King, Sani Lathan, Tracy Ellis Ross and Lena Waithe and <laughs> Jesse Williams. and Al Jesse Williams, he's famous, isn't he? And Alfre Woodard. Alfre Woodard. You, you, you butchered all of their names. Every <laughs> single one of them, you butchered their names. Like, Welcome to the fortress, the oh place where we Lord. know nothing about anyone. <laughs> wow. But so, look, you you must be like me, about to, when we finish this podcast, go searching for it. I want to find it. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. When you gave me my homework yesterday about a reboot, I didn't want to be a complete uh, Debbie Downer about this. And although well, I so didn't far, want you're doing well. I'm trying my best not to be, but, you know, I am a Dorothy, <laughs> so I can't help it. Sometimes I suck the fun out of the room. Um, so I did think... So what did you do I, then? What did, what did you come up with? I thought if I absolutely had to make a decision if there were a gun pointed at my head. And by the way, I stand about uh, two meters plus. I'm about six foot five, as we say here in the States. Well, you know what then, Teddy? I'll just have to hold a cheesecake at your crotch. <laughs> Anything to get me to bend over. It's not that difficult, actually, to be quite honest. Not only am I a Dorothy, I'm also a friend of Dorothy for that, you know, out of, out of date reference. But, um, oh, dear. So I decided if I absolutely had to do it. Okay, so allow me to go off on a bit of a tangent, if you don't mind. Please do. You said you're down in Australia, New Zealand, which. Oh. Are you in Canada or the United States? I'm in the United States. 
Yeah, it's just as offensive. I'm not in New Zealand, and all our New Zealand listeners know I affectionately and patronisingly enjoy them to a degree. I'm in Australia, Teddy. Australia, because I know I've you know I read one of those. I correspond with people about the Golden Girls all over the world, so uh-huh. in my mind it sort of gets jumbled up. But I know that you were from you know down under somewhere, so I just wanted to be mm-hmm. certain. I'll, I'll, I'll just nurse my bruised ego here while you carry on. You're just fine. Your accent is better than mine. You're just fine. Don't worry. You'll be fun. Here in the States, we have a show called Norman Lear Presents. If you know, back in the day, in the 70s and the 80s, Norman Lear was sort of uh, the Ryan Murphy of today. Back then, really? he had all these iconic television shows, All in the Family, Maud, Good Times, The Jeffersons. He made all of those. Sounds like spin-off after spin-off. Those are the types of shows that all had a spin-off. Very much so. And he was in charge of all of them. And actually, B. Arthur, who obviously we know plays Dorothy, she got her start in television on a show called All in the Family, where she played Maud, which was then spun off to her own series called Maud. Oh my goodness, I am learning a lot. Obviously, I knew a lot about Maud, but I didn't know Maud was a spin-off. I knew it had the man from Different Strokes in it. Before he was in Different Strokes, correct, yes. Mm. And um, by the way, just as an aside, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching. I don't know why I find this so funny, but you know, in the eighties, if anyone ever got a head injury, they had to have that ridiculous bandage around yes. their forehead, almost yes. like a snow cone on top of it, <laughs> or a neck brace. Like it's just one of the two. Those were the two props for any injury above the neckline. Well, I was watching an episode of Different Strokes. I wouldn't say I was watching it. Actually, I don't want to be that shameful. I was. I had it on in the background. And he somehow acquired a head injury and lost his complete memory of all these kids. This is of adopting two black children. Yes. Yeah, like he wakes up in the bed with that bandage on his head, which had me like <laughs> so amused. And then, <laughs> and then he didn't recognise all the family standing around the bed. Of course. And not. Um, what was his name again, Mister Mister Drummond? Mister Drummond. Drummond. And <laughs> the guy, the little dude who's the star of the show, goes. What are you talking about, Mr. Drummond? <laughs> That's, so that bad. was his catchphrase of the 80s. Yeah. Such a simpler time back then. You could just put oh, a bandage dear. on one's head and everyone knew, oh, yes, he has a concussion and amnesia. He has a bandage on his head. Of course he does. It was communicated to the audience. But you know what I found funny, Teddy? I know if I had watched that in the day, and I probably did, sitting there in my little pyjamas in front of a big cancer-causing <laughs> box, I probably wouldn't have found that episode even remotely funny, because Different Strokes was not funny at the best of times. But all these years later, I find it funny for a completely different reason. What's the reason? And do you know what's even funnier, Teddy? You were off on a tangent, and I've taken us off on a secondary tangent. And like Rose would say, I'd like to try to handle this. (laughs) Great callback (laughs) to the Golden Girls. Look at that. Look at that. Circled back. Now I'm, I'm handing over the baton to you. Um, what were you talking uh, about again? <laughs> Norman Lear, yeah, I had to backtrack, yes. Norman Lear. Norman Lear, the creator of many great shows, yes. He did. Um, before he passed away, he just passed away uh, late last year, he and nighttime talk show host Jimmy Kimmel, they would do these specials around uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas time called Norman Lear Presents, where actors of today would remake one of the episodes of his iconic television shows <gasps> of the 70s. Really? Yes. And they do it here each year before he passed away. And they've done uh, All in the Family. A whole episode. Well, they've done it three They've done it three years now. The entire episode, 
And it's with actors of today doing, you know, the TV shows. Well, now I'm intrigued. They've done All in the Family twice and they've done Good Times so far. Okay. So I thought of it this way. If I absolutely had to do a reboot of The Golden Girls, this way I would watch it. If it were just a one-time, one-night-only holiday special of a reimagining of The Golden Girls for one night, that I would do. I'd be happy with that. Well, what about this rumor that Jane Lynch and uh, Cindy Lauper, you know, Jane Lynch from Glee and yes. Cindy Lauper of Musical Fame? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's only two. I assume they're not going to double up in their roles. But there was a rumor they were going to have a reimagined Golden Girls. Were you excited by that or were you disgusted? No, I'm never excited. Like I said, some things just don't need to be touched. I'm a huge fan of 80s television, and they've already made a mockery of Dallas. They've made a mockery of Dynasty. They made a mockery of Melrose Place, the Beverly Hills 90210. I'm good with the remakes. But if I had to watch a Golden Girls remake, it would be that one, you know, one off Norman Lear Presents type thing. That would be okay. fine. That would be fine. But, I mean, the problem with that is you might really enjoy the episode and think, oh, I wish they'd make a whole series out of that. Can <laughs> I give you some scenarios, Teddy, and you help me build on them, even though you're a bit of a stick in the mud? But let's let's see how we can go here. Will you help me build on some storylines I've written here for a reimagined Golden Girls? Okay, and I'll let you know who I've casted in my reimagining. Okay, let's oh, do Oh, good, this. good, good. <laughs> yes, I haven't done any casting. Um, Goldie Horn keeps coming into mind, though. But anyway, I don't know who she'd play um, by the looks of her, Sophia. Um, oh, okay. Jesus. I'm sorry, but have you seen her without makeup at the beach? She's leading her most happy life. I don't think her most happy life includes makeup anymore. Oh, dear. Wow. Oh, stop it, Teddy. Don't. You you're the out- I've seen your Facebook feed. It's more outrageous than anything I'm saying. Oh, poor Goldie Hawn. What has she ever done? Poor to Goldie Hawn. <laughs> I'll tell you what she did. Private Benjamin. All right, here we go. Um, overboard was worse, but all right. <laughs> which one? Overboard. <laughs> I love Overboard. Oh, oh no, really? you're killing me, man. <laughs> yes. You and I really are chalk and cheese. All right, here's – you've got to help me build. These aren't very fleshed out at the moment, but you've got your A storyline, your B storyline, all of yes. that sort of stuff, right? Yes. So in this episode, we're going to have um, Blanche's public and very loud support of Donald Trump embarrasses her golden girl friends. Ooh. So far, are you liking that? Mm, I'm listening. Sophia and Blanche attend a Trump rally together. (laughs) Okay. And Sophia can have one of those hands like she did with the Pope. Yes, that's exactly how I thought of it, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And already you're starting to see this is reimagined because to do that, we're going to have to have more external scenes than we had in the original, of which I think there are only two that I can recall. Should I keep going or are you disgusted? I'm just trying to think of have there, have there been any more outdoor scenes, but please continue speaking. I'm listening. I'm just going well, through my girls' Rolodex. Yes. Actually, let, let's do that. As I'm going through my Rolodex too, there's one where you don't see them. There's a car at the end of one episode where there's only voices, voiceovers. Yes, the, the Mercedes. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. When they take it for a ride before they have to give it back. Yes. Um, Rose in the car park. Yes, running from the gentleman before she knees him in the safety deposit box. Correct, yes. Yes, and my favourite little acting moment of all time when she turns around and goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Is it wrong that I laugh at that still? Like, that thing's <laughs> <No>, always <laughs> given me the tickles, yes. <laughs> I know, because presumably, you know, hands get wrapped tightly around her neck afterwards, but still funny. 
No, she handles a business, as we say here in the States, yes. She, she handles a business. Yeah. Dorothy, this is in back to my reimagining, Dorothy decides to undergo a radical makeover. Now, before I go further with this, Teddy, this is because I honestly have always wanted this episode. I always thought, why? Why wouldn't they have seized on this white-haired, you know, and they did all the the ugly jokes and all of that sort of stuff. So think about this. Dorothy decides to undergo a radical makeover, becoming a saucy brunette and learning that both men and women pay more attention to her when she has brunette hair. Okay, so there are going to be some Lebanese jokes. All right, all right. Okay, <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. But don't you okay. think? Like, why, why didn't she ever run a rinse through that thing? <laughs> It was 80s in Miami. That's why she didn't ever go run through. So what is Rose doing? What's what's Rose doing? Oh, now look at you. I I should withhold it. Now, look, Teddy's intrigued, everyone. Have you noticed? He's he's shifted (laughs) from Debbie Downer to, oh, tell me more. Tell me more. I'm listening now. You have my undivided attention on this. These are all copyrighted, though. If they ever pop up in anything you're involved with, I'll know know what's happened. (laughs) Rose befriends a young musician, but she's shocked when she learns that he actually has a fetish for older women. women. Okay, so we have A, B, and C storylines. and I'm imagining a bit like a, a Justin Bieber type, you know, before oh. he was totally famous, just a little right. bit famous, and she thinks he's just she's gone up to him and to say, I'm a fan, and he takes an interest, and she's quite besotted. Oh, look at that. He's, he thinks I'm cool. But then she learns he's got more on his mind. Well, well, well. Okay, so hmm. and maybe we could get a guest star in that. Who who could we get? Justin Bieber wouldn't wouldn't deign no. to climb down from his ivory tower for that. What do you, you need? Somebody who needs the work. So anyway, you, you, I've probably got too many storylines for one episode there, but I've got the makings of a series. That's what I think. That's true. That's this is easily a, a three episode arc. However, Thank I do you. like the Blanche attending a Trump rally because that seems right up her alley. You know, coming from, uh, you know, Georgia, where, where she's from originally. Um, you can see her coming back from the rally, can't you? Like Swanee th- swooning through the kitchen, fanning herself, going, "Oh, that man." <laughs> <laughs> she the the financial resources of a Mr. Donald Trump. Yes, I could see that. I could see Sophia going just for the shits and giggles of it. Exactly. Because that's to be I a troublemaker. Dorothy being absolutely horrified that her mother would go. So there's definitely a great scene between Dorothy, Sophia, and Blanche where they she just can't believe that they would even contemplate going to See, See it makes so much sense, doesn't it? Like, I love that you can see the thought that's gone into this because Dorothy would be like so horrified and disgusted. Yes, that both of them would do that. And She'd have a nice monologue, you know, in the middle yeah. of the scene. Blanche yeah. would be swooning. Sophia would be like, "Oh, I just went because she promised to take me to Wolfie's after." <laughs> and in my mind, I would say Rose would be so happy, and she'd be like. Well, what's the big deal? I love him on that show 24 because she thinks this is Donald Sutherland, not Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That is good. <laughs> That's gold. You can have that one. I can't copyright that because you just said it. I love it. <laughs> so, it's yeah, one that- episode where they go through like a monkey chain. But actually, funnily enough, it's I think it's Rose um, who's correcting somebody else, maybe Sophia. I'll have, to, I'll have to return to that thought. There's one where they keep saying the wrong name and they're certain that they keep linking wrong names. Anyway. 
Ah, uh, yes. When she's she asks, "Who's the President Murray to?" Yeah, like Barbara Bush or something. Or it's uh, Nancy Reagan. She's trying to say, but Rose gives her the first wife of Ronald Reagan, not the second one. Yeah, right. And then it just monkey chains, doesn't it? It's quite fun. And and because I'm not American, I probably wasn't picking up everything in that, but I still <laughs> found it amusing. Teddy, this is your turn. You told me that you had some actresses lined up to play the roles. For yes, for the one-off episode of you know Norman no, no, Lear no. presents the series now that you're becoming interested in. <laughs> what if I said you can have a five percent stake? I really don't want this, you know, mucked about. One one-off holiday special brought to you by Jimmy Kimmel. Great, that's it. What do you think, listeners? Teddy's just—is he just stubborn for the sake of it? Because we all, we can all hear he's into this now, but he's just sticking to his guns. Leave me a comment. Time to talk Australia at outlook.com. Go on, Teddy, hit us with it. Who are these actresses for the one-off, in inverted commas? In the role of Sophia, uh, we have uh, American actress Marla Gibbs, who was you know, best known for her roles on The Jeffersons and 227. She's actually okay. 90 years old, I believe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she, she wouldn't need the two hours in the makeup chair. She would not. And as they say in America, good black don't crack. So she, she's great. She, she okay. still looks great. Marla Gibbs is Sophia. Uh, in the role of Blanche, we have American actress Jack Hay. She's known for her very sexy type roles in everything that she plays. So, <laughs> so a bit of typecasting doesn't go astray? Yes. Um, uh, in the role of Dorothy, we have Jennifer Lewis, who is also on Blackish. She's actually dubbed the mother of Black Hollywood because she's been in so many films and she always plays someone's mother. So, <laughs> not the lady from Dirty Dancing. No, no, that's Jennifer Grey. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Jennifer Garner. No, that's the one from Flashdance. I oh, see. You and I got to write together. This is too good. See, now you and I are monkey swinging. Now we're doing the bit from Sophia and Rose now. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we're inspired. There's one more to go. Who else have you got? Um, American actress named Loretta Devine. She's another famous film star. She would play Rose because, you know, she's just sweet as pie. In any time you see her in an interview, she's always bubbly and sweet and, you know, the world just loves her. So that would so be Dorothy my... would hate her. Yeah. <laughs> and rightly so. <laughs> and all of these women have acted with each other in other things. So the chemistry, you know, would be there. Gee, you've done your homework because these guys had all acted with each other beforehand too, besides, of course, Sophia. Well, when you gave him my homework yesterday, I said, no, who could you live with playing the Golden Girls just for one night? Because I really didn't want anyone. Listen, I'm a child of the 80s, if you couldn't tell. And what they've done to Dynasty, it, it literally, it's like herpes of the soul. Just, oh God, they've just ruined just one of the greatest, most campy shows Ever. I didn't Ugh. even know they remade it, but I love the idea. I wish they had retitled it, Herpes of the Soul. Sounds <laughs> intriguing. Oh, my goodness. It's just like, it's like sleeping with two women and your choices are herpes and chlamydia. It's like you just know it's going to end badly, but you're forced to watch this. That's what the new dynasty is to me as a person who absolutely loved the original. So, well, tell me yeah. this. Did, they didn't defrost Joan Collins for it, did they? And that's the bad part. Like, they didn't even ask her to guest star. Like, oh, what? Terrible. <laughs> like, 
you could have legitimized you could have legitimized it by just asking her to do a few episodes. No, she wants nothing to do with it. She's gone nowhere near it. And yeah, the part of Heather Locklear is now played by a gay man. It's just it's completely garb. It's rubbish. It's complete rubbish. Oh, some of that's just sacrilege. But Teddy, I do have an offer for you. Can can <laughs> can I make you an offer? I'm listening. How would you feel about playing a gay cook? Uh yes. I I could I could play Coco. You only for have one to commit episode. for one episode. I could play Coco, but I would much rather play the wedding assistant because he has much sassier lines and yeah. Well, and the other advantage is that in twenty years' time, you might not get pecked to death by vultures. <laughs> so let's and put I, you in the wedding planner role. I, I would love, and I love the fact that I'm so tall, and that I would call someone else Stretch. Like, listen, Stretch. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, as, I'm as, always surprised that they never brought him back because that really was. Do you know how hard it would be to make an impact in a role like that with a cast like that? on a beloved show like that. I know it was series one, I think, but still it was, you know, these are remarkable actresses, yet he still stole the scene, didn't he? Well, you know, I know this is your program and I hate to disagree with you, but he has been in two episodes. They did bring him back. What? Yes. The first really? one was for Sophia's wedding. And the second one was when Dorothy was getting married. He played a wedding planner again when he says, take smaller steps. This is not Godzilla trashing Tokyo. Yeah. Was that that's him, his was it? I love that line. I used that line once in a workplace, Teddy. (laughs) So he played the same role twice on two different episodes, yes. But I often say, quiet, you trash. And people don't get it. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Eat dirt and die, trash. (laughs) Isn't that what she says? Something like that? Yeah, she says both of those. She says one to Dorothy and then one to a hooker in another episode. Yes. (laughs) Do you have any other favourite lines before we go? Oh, my absolute favourite line of all time, which I put in the Golden Girls chat room all the time. It's the um, the Libertine Bell episode, you know, the murder mystery weekend. Mm. <laughs> when uh, the spinster daughter named Gloria uh, looks at Dorothy and she simply says, this woman's pathetic. Now... I say that to my boyfriend all the time because, you know, he's my boyfriend and I can call him a woman. So whenever he does something that I find just a tad bit annoying, I will just turn to no one in the room and say, this woman's pathetic. And he totally gets it. It takes the piss out of the entire situation. We both laugh at it. And yeah, we have a, yeah. It's a good so. diffuser by the sound of I haven't used that one. I haven't. And I, I don't know if I've used many of them, but one of my favourites is the one that goes on all the mugs and the t-shirts. No, no, I won't have a nice day. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dorothy is usually so composed, but I love it when um when she loses it. And also in, in my family, my, my kids don't watch the screen. They only watch me anytime Dorothy becomes physical. So when she does that little boxing thing at the end of one of the scenes with Bob, the box. move, yeah, get the music. Come on, let's do, yeah. That <laughs> but especially when she dances in that black dress, I just, I don't think I've ever seen anything so funny. And then I watched the thing that wasn't on the Golden Girls where she danced, and I found it years later, so I was very delighted when she danced with Steve Urkel. That will just oh, put yes. me in a puddle on the floor because it's the um, American Comedy Awards. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, Teddy, have you enjoyed being in the Fortress of Pop Culture? This has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me. This has been a treat. So I appreciate this. Uh, you know, I know you won't publicly acknowledge it, but I'm waiting for that private email from you in the next 48 hours that say, okay, you were right. 
Tim, there should be a series. It should be reimagined. And I've now written down a whole chapter of ideas because that's what you're about to go away and do. I like I like things the way they are. There's no need to mock about with something that's just absolutely perfect. And I, personally, I don't even think we needed the Golden Palace because the Golden Girls was just sort of, it's like I Love Lucy, just perfect, just the way it is. Teddy? You're a very negative person. Thank you for being a friend. Travel.